Mama, I think we all can agree that there are some challenges when dealing with our teen girls' attitudes and sense of entitlement. Oh, entitlement really throws a wrench in relating to our teens. It's quite off-putting from a parent's perspective, right? With Thanksgiving soon approaching, this is a great time to share ways you can guide your teenager towards having a grateful heart. Hey, before we do that, I wanted to share this review from uh, Chi-Chi, who is a fellow podcast sister, but also a mom of teen girls herself. She says, practical lessons for raising teens. And she says, I enjoyed listening to Jeannie's podcast, specifically episode 82, Five Ways to Handle Your Teen Girl When She Does Things You Don't Agree With. The tips Jeannie shared were very practical and easy to implement in my relationship with my daughter. The quote she shared at the end of the episode was an absolute game changer for me. If you don't know what it is, go back to episode 82. Our teens are looking for truth with relationship, not truth with judgment. I recommend this podcast to every Christian mama out there raising teens and any mama raising teens. Let Jeannie be your guide through the treacherous teen years. Thank you so much, Jeannie, who sharing your Christian-led wisdom. Thank you so much, Chi-Chi from Start That Business Podcast. Thank you, friend, for that amazing review. Yes, truth with judgment pushes kids away. Truth with relationship draws them to you. Yes, this truth bomb was from Mark Gregston, which is one of my favorite quotes, and it's posted on my website, RaisingHerConfidently.com, because I truly believe, especially in this season of raising a teen, your girl is seeking relationship. She will not hear what you have to say unless you have relationship. Other than that, it simply comes across as being judged, which causes shame, blame, and guilt. Three obstacles that get in the way of an authentic relationship of true connections. Most moms understand this, but just don't know how to go about it. Yes, we need to share truth with them 100%. I absolutely agree. That is why we are their parents. That is why your mom to share the truth. But how we deliver it and how they receive it matters. And what is the gap that bridges this? Open communication. It's earned, mama. I know you don't want to hear this, but it is. Your once little girl is gaining her independence and wants control over her life, yet you still need to feed her with truth. However, there is a way. I lay it all out in my course, Talk to Your Teen Girl Framework, where you will learn how to develop communication pathways that allow you to build relationship for you to communicate truth into her life where it does not feel judgy. Talk to Your Teen Girl Framework is a step-by-step course that gives you the roadmap to creating communication with her. Want to know more about it? Head on over to TalkToYourTeenGirl.com for more info. Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, 
she won't listen to me and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and let's dig in together. Can you believe Thanksgiving is this Thursday? Where did the year go? I really felt like once Labor Day hit, it was just like dominoes from there. Halloween literally felt like it was just yesterday. But you know what? I love Thanksgiving. It's a time where we get to gather with family and break bread. I have plenty of extended family here where I live, and we usually celebrate the holidays together, taking turns hosting at each other's houses. So we are all like well over 30 people when we celebrate. There's like over 30 people. My cousins are having kids. So we keep on adding to this extended family and it's amazing. It's glorious. Our dinners are potluck style. So so one family does not have to feel overwhelmed by having to prepare all the dishes. It's typically half traditional American dishes like turkey, mashed potatoes, some kind of veggies, gravy, and then the other half is Filipino food. I absolutely love it. It's such a great representation of the culture we're raised in and the multiple generations our family is comprised of. I tell this story because it really is a time for us to pause out of our busy lives and be intentional about gathering as one big family. It's a time for me to reflect how truly grateful I am to be surrounded by family, even when we don't necessarily get to see each other any part of the year. And this gratitude washes out any hard feelings or pettiness we may have with each other. So Thanksgiving, with all the food, the company, and time set aside for this, really is a representation for us of abundance. We take this day to be grateful for the abundance in our lives. And this makes me think about raising our teen girls. How do we want to guide them in the way of gratitude so they can gain this perspective of of abundance, especially in this time where many teens have this attitude of entitlement, where I have to admit is being modeled by adults on social media and other media outlets and even closer to home by friend circles. Having a heart of gratitude is having an appreciation for life in the present, the now, having an appreciation for now and what is in front of them. A grateful heart helps deal with adversity that will be in her life. It's not about avoiding hard things, but working through them that matters. Having a grateful heart helps with health too. Having a positive outlook, thinking about positive things. Now, this is not about positivity and willing positivity, really. It's more about looking at the bright side, looking at the things that have been gifted to us, looking at what we have instead of what we lack, and being filled with an unconditional love that is freely given. That's a healthy person, right? The weight of the world doesn't seem so heavy with gratitude. And having a grateful heart creates strong relationships. So what are some ways we can guide our girl towards having a grateful heart? Today, I share four with you. Number one, model what it's like to be grateful. It starts at home, mama. 
Are you yourself thanking people verbally, right? Are you in the habit of being grateful for one thing at least per person in your family? Are you in the habit of just saying, hey, thank you for da-da-da-da-da? Or I'm so grateful that you are in my life. This could also be written, right? Do you write little thankful thankful cards or do they see you in the habit of sending thank you cards to people in your life that you're so grateful? And through gift giving. It doesn't have to be an expensive gift or maybe it's an exchange. You grow a garden like we have fruit trees in our backyard, right? And every now and then when we have so much fruit, more than we can eat at one sitting, we'll give them, we'll give them to a family member's just because I'm grateful they're in my life. Or we'll give them to our neighbors a couple doors down just because they're in our life and that we're thinking about them. Are you in the habit of doing that too? Sharing with her how grateful you are to your girl too is also modeling it. Have you shared with her how grateful you are to have her? Right? So that's number one. Modeling what it's like to be grateful. It's just a habit. It's just the way life is, right? Have you ever had uh, somebody ask, hey, why do you do this? Or something specific that just sticks out and other people are curious, hey, why do you do this? Or why do you think this way? And you just say, well, that's just how we grew up. I, We've always done this. Why not modeling being grateful? I have a really good friend who's now young adult boys and a couple of teenage boys, every time they come to someone's house or every time someone comes to their house, they're greeted, they greet with a hug. And that's what they do every single time. It was an expectation that was from their family and their parents, my good friends, just modeled that all the time. And that's what we get from them is they just hug people. They greet them with hugs regardless if they're visiting your house or if you're visiting their house because it's something that they just do and they were raised with, right? So model what it's like to be grateful. Number two, have her get in the habit of writing them down. Have her think about at least one thing she's grateful for daily and have her write it down. It could either be if she's a a notebook person and a journaler, she can write it into her journal. If she's not, obviously she's likely on her phone have her write it down in her calendar or in the notebook section or the notes app where she can just write down what she is grateful each day. She can choose to share it with you or not. This is more personal for her, but it causes her to pause and reflect. It causes her to pause and reflect. And that is what the important thing is to do is for her to stop. Stop getting distracted with the things that she does not have, but to pause and reflect on what she does, to think of one thing. You know, I do this on a daily basis. I uh, am grateful for five things each day. And I have to say, there are some days where I can't think of five, but I know there is more than five things to be grateful for. And it can be simple. For me, sometimes it's, I'm just grateful I have a warm cup of coffee in my hand that I can drink. It could be simple. The point is, is that she pauses and finds one thing that she appreciates and is grateful for. 
this is an internal drive, right? An internal drive that we want to uh, cultivate in her. This is what will truly help her to create this grateful heart, okay? Have her get in the habit of writing them down. Number three, help her focus on what she's gaining when she wants to focus on what she's losing. Help her focus on what she's gaining when she wants to focus on what she's losing. Here's an example. High school, even middle school, people run for ASB, right? I ran for ASB a couple years, and it's such a highlight for, for some kids to run for office. Actually, it's such a brave and courageous thing for them to do and put themselves out there. And they're putting themselves at the mercy of their peers to vote for them, right? It's very vulnerable. So she didn't win the ASB election. But what an opportunity for her to experience what it's like to campaign, to talk to others, and to be given the opportunity to go for it, right? So we can help her shift her thoughts on what she's gained. She's gained an experience, right? She gained bravery and courage that she can do hard things. She can put herself out there. And she probably learned some skills to talk to people she otherwise don't know, right? So those are things we can concentrate on when she's focusing on what she's losing as opposed to what she's gained, right? What she's grateful for. This is not about there is always something worse, right? This is not what we're trying to say, well, you should be grateful because there's always something worse. You are not trying to shame your girl into being grateful for what she has. Well, let me share a story real quick since we're on this topic. My grandma, she used to do that with me and my brother when we were little. And this was typically around the dinner table when we didn't finish our food. Literally, there was so much food anyways on our plate. Our little bodies couldn't finish it, even if we wanted to, even if we were starving. She would tell me about how uh, grateful I should be to even have food on, on the table when my cousins in the Philippines have none. <laughs> and talk about shaming into gratitude, right? <laughs> we don't want to guilt our girls. That will not cultivate a grateful heart, but really one of shaming. I should be, it should be this. And I should be that, right? You don't want to shame her into that. It lacks confidence and true joy and contentment. Instead, what have you gained? Instead, what have you gained from this experience that really cultivates what she is grateful for, right? It's a personal thing that she's gained and she can appreciate for herself. Number four, guide her to be vocal about it. Guide her to be vocal about it. Has she shared how grateful she is with someone? Has she written a thank you note to someone? The more she is active about her gratitude, the more she will focus on that. Action. Our hearts and minds gravitate towards our action. For myself, it's writing a thank you card and sending it snail mail. Or when I'm sitting journaling in the morning and... I think about someone, someone's, you know, you know that happens. Please tell me I'm not the only one. Somebody just pops into your brain and you can't stop thinking about them. Well, I send them a quick text just sharing how grateful I am for them and ask how they're doing. 
Actions over time become a habit. Actions reinforce what's in your heart. So guide her to be vocal about it. Have her share how grateful she is to somebody. Have her text someone if she's thinking about them. Hey, you keep on talking about your friend and how much she's, uh, how grateful you are for her doing this little thing, picking you up and spending that time with her. Have you ever told her that, right? This is how, Mama, we can guide her to towards having a grateful heart and acting on it. So start with one of these, Mama, and be consistent with it. Shifting your mind to be grateful for things does not happen overnight, especially when you're not used to it. Give yourself grace, give your daughter grace, and simply share how grateful you are for her. She didn't have to do anything special, but simply exist. If you have found this episode helpful, I would love for you to leave a review below. And since you're doing that, screenshot this and send it to a fellow mama of teen girls. I wish you and your family a happy Thanksgiving. May it be a time to stop and think about all the things that you are grateful for in your life. I want to take this time to say thank you. And I'm so grateful for you, Mama, faithful listener, for coming and showing up on this podcast and really working on your relationship and connection with your girl. I'll see you in a couple days. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.